Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. This week, my special guest is Susan White-Livermore. You know what, Susan, give us a little intro about yourself. All right. Um, I work under the business of Millionaire Mom. I started as Liberty Property Solutions and just recently moved over to Millionaire Mom. It's a lot more fun. Yeah. (laughs) We talked about that strategy. Uh, What other strategies do you use for uh, real estate investing? Um, Do you use the burr? Do you do flips? Yeah, so this is a burr. So I'm using uh, private sale in that. Sometimes I wholesale them. So you know what a wholesale is, right? I do. Let's let's go into yeah. wholesaling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do a lot of them. I I it's painful for me to hand them over, um, but I have been doing a few of them lately because it keeps my feet in the game while I am writing this book or finishing up this book. Yeah. Um, so you find a property at a discount, you sell it to to another investor for a fee. That's what wholesaling is. And so just to like totally rip into wholesaling. So how, how are you finding these deals? Like, are you doing the flyers? Are you doing yeah. some email marketing or Facebook or what's, no. what's your, what's your, I am so old school. Yep. Old school works for me. I tried the fancy flyers. I've tried stuff online. Um, and for me, what works the best is old school letters, handwritten. I just, I'm open and honest with them. I'm just, I'm not trying to be, to tell them anything that is not true. Um, I tell them who I am, how long I've lived there. Uh, sometimes I talk about my, yeah, I've got, I'm raising my three kids here. Yeah. Um, I tell them what I'm looking for. So uh, usually I'm wanting to build legalized suites. So I want a property that is a semi-detached or single family house. I'm looking for a certain square footage. I want a certain amount of parking. Um, I don't care what, what state it's in. Um, and so I, I put little boxes beside each thing I'm looking for. And I'm re- this is I learned in a training class yeah. that the more times you can get them to check, say, yeah, that's me, that's me, that's me, the higher the chance that they're going to give you a call. And I would find when I do send out my letters, I probably get, for every thousand letters, I probably buy within the two-week period one or two properties and then sometimes people will hold on to that and I will get phone calls year, year and a half later. That's awesome. So I just lost hot pink paper. That's what hot pink is my thing. So (laughs) it doesn't have to be hot pink. It could be yellow. It should be bright though. And handwritten. So you handwritten, write like a handwrite it. Yeah. And then um, my assistant will take it to Staples or whatever and photocopy it onto the okay, yeah. hot pink paper. They'll, fo- they'll fold it for us so that it's um, the writing is on the outside oh. so that you can see that it's handwritten. Uh, and then we, we send it through the mail. So we ch- I choose streets and my assistant will go to the post office and you have to choose um, mail carriers. Yep. So you'll, you'll, you have to do their entire route. So um, I'll choose probably two different mail carriers and those they'll take them out and put them in the, the mailboxes for us. So are they in envelopes or they're just, a, just no. a, okay. Cause I was going to say, what do you write on the outside? Like to whom no. it concerns, but yeah. No. Okay. Gotcha. So you just write to them. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you pay, there's no stamp on it. So you just pay at the post office for the bundles. That's, that's interesting. Cool. Um, that's, that's one of my favorite, but in 2007, when the market was crazy hot, like private sales were really hard to come by because people know that they could put their house on the market and get multiple offers. So regardless of the state. So in 2017, I was buying through MLS and it was, um, it was about speed. The faster you could get to the property, make the offer, the greater the chance you had. But I was particular about what I was buying then too. Like I was only buying semi-detached back then because the single family houses, the values were rising way too quickly. Um, now I can buy semi or, um, single family houses, they've dropped a little in value, but the surprisingly, the semi-detached have stayed the same price here and there anyways, so or you, a little higher to be honest. So you said the speed to get there was important, but the property mm-hmm. was in Calgary and you're in Canada. No, 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 no. no. I, this is, in 2017, oh, okay. I was back in Barry. Ah, uh, okay. Sorry. I missed I bought <laughs> uh, in Calgary in 2013, mostly 2013. Cool. Okay. Um, let's talk about your best deal you've ever done. What's your, what's your best or favorite deal? Favorite deal. <laughs> Probably the one I told you about was my favorite oh, deal. Oh, so I stole but it. You know what? It's okay. You know what? Let me share a deal that, um, I did a rent to own. The very first rent to own I ever did. Um, this was... I had learned and learned and learned after 2008, 2009. I guess it was 2009. I took all these courses. Prior to having knowledge, I had no problem jumping into the market. But once I had knowledge, I was scared to jump in the market. But finally, I had been telling people so much that I'm buying real estate and hadn't bought anything. I finally convinced myself to buy this property. So it was a rent to own. I didn't meet the tenants. And so you know, my previous career was in HR. So I spent, I was director of human resources for a natural health product company. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of interviewing, a lot to get a knowing people, a lot of, where are you lying to me? A lot of character yeah. stuff, right? And I bought this um, rent to own deal, the, the tenant buyers um, off of, of another client or an, another investor, yeah. bought a house, put them in it, then met the tenants. <laughs> So why would you skip that if that was your like a strong oh, point for yourself? <laughs> I was I was green. I was green. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, you know, when I first, but I knew shortly after putting them in. In fact, I signed the paperwork, and I think that day I may have met the tenants, and I just got this bad feeling. And I remember I took my kids to a, a movie, and I I couldn't tell you what the movie was because I spent the entire movie. Oh my God, what did I just do? Oh my God, what did I just do? Yeah. So for a year and a half, maybe a little longer than that, it was fine. I was like, okay, what was I worried about? Like I initially I was like, oh, this stuff that's going to go wrong. And then all of a sudden they stopped paying. And I was like, oh, here we go. Here's, here's the thing that I thought was going to happen. So they stopped paying. I started doing the landlord tenant board. I was getting to the point of taking them, going to the, the landlord, like to a, um, a hearing 
and I get a phone call. It was in the summertime, and I get a phone call from the neighbor of the house, and the neighbor said, do you own XYZ house? And I said, and we were just on our way to vac- on vacation. Yeah. And I said, oh, God, yes. <laughs> they say, I think you need to come see the house. And I'm like, you know, you're, you can just feel your the, the <laughs> adrenaline going through your body. And I was like, there's no way I'm going on vacation. I can't go on vacation not knowing what this house. So I said to my husband, I'm like, I got to go see what this, what's going on with this house. Um, I was told that they left in the middle of the night and they had left them the, um, the garage door opener and they were sitting out on the porch thinking, you know, this is really strange. So they decided to go in and then they found my number and my information and they warned me that the house was in bad shape. Well, gratefully, I got out there and I, my experience has been with student properties. So I understand that um, a good can of paint, a good dumpster, and some great elbow grease can do a lot for a house. Mm-hmm. So I go into the property and I'm having visions of, I don't know, like just destroyed. But it, it looked like one of my student properties. Yeah. And the, the neighbor came in with us and he's like, I'm so sorry. And I, he kept saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't tell you how relieved I was. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, oh. This is nothing. I can paint it. I can, I can get a cleaner in here and clean it all up. I'll get a dumpster. It'll be fine. Uh, I was so grateful that, A, the house wasn't complete. Like, to him, it was destroyed. But to me, I was like, eh, this is nothing. And I, I, I was grateful that I didn't have to go through the landlord-tenant board. That I was going to have to work to get these people out. I ended up making on that house. I ended up renting it after the fact. Yeah. Just putting in regular renters. I, I think I owned it for five years and maybe made a may, well over $150,000. Awesome. So <laughs> this property that I, I made a mistake on. Yeah. It was a huge learning curve for me, but I still landed so far ahead of the game. Um, and it, it was just like, you know, you can make a lot of mistakes in real estate and still make money. <laughs> you know, like I think yeah. to fix it all up cost me maybe three grand, but in the yeah. grand scheme of things, it was really nothing. No. And I, I mean, it's one of my favorite deals because it's a reminder that you, provided you're in the right market, you can make all these mistakes. You can put the wrong tenant in and you can, I don't know, pick whatever yeah um fill out the wrong paperwork do something whatever but the market will fix it for or help you along in the process and um i was just like whoa it it was a reminder that you know stop worrying and just know that you have the resources and oftentimes it's never as bad as what's going on in your head um and that that's why it's one of my favorite stories yeah a because it was my first it fell apart and i still made a ton of money this is such like a good like it's all mindset it's 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 whatever you make it of you can you can ruin your like you 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 went on vacation afterwards did you have a good vacation (laughs) exactly yeah um 
but I just, I needed to know that like they didn't rip the, the plumbing out or they didn't, you know, like I had visions of them flooding the house or, but it was none of that. Right. And that, yeah. that is really worst case scenario. And those horror stories, they do happen, mm-hmm. but um, I think they're a lot less than the amount of times we've heard them. Yes. Right. Most of I'd say 98% of real estate investing if done well is super boring. One less than 1% are home runs and less than 1% are complete disasters. Yep. And I had a flooded basement in one of my properties and it still wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. I, too... I put vinyl floor. I've had lots of floods. Yeah. I put vinyl flooring in, you fix the problem. The vinyl flooring is fine. You move on. Mm-hmm. But if you're focused on that negative stuff, what are you going to attract? Negative stuff to yourself, right? What you yeah. send out, you're going to get back. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Or you're going to see. That's all you're going to see, right? And if that's all you're seeing, then you're just attracting more of it. What just yeah. popped into my head? You mentioned that you were going through the landlord-tenant board. I was, I might have, I, might, I guess I am completely misled. But for doing lease app options in Ontario, or, or like rent-own in Ontario, I understood that you could you wouldn't need to use a landlord tenant board because you're doing um, a lease or something rather than a rental you do two. you do two okay i do two when okay. i i do a lease yep and then we also do a um what do they call it it's been so long that i've 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 done them um a a, a, a like the, the contract for the property yes. and all that yes. yeah whatever yes. it's called yeah. two separate contracts Okay. Um, and you want to be able to use the landlord tenant board because it's a heck of a lot cheaper than going to court. That, see, that's a great tip because I was under the impression not to do it the other way so that you don't have to use the landlord tenant board. But you know what? That, you know, it works in your favor. You know both yeah. Truth be told, the cheapest way um, is money for keys. Yeah. That's what I've heard too. I haven't actually had to ever do money for keys. But I've been very close. <laughs> been yeah, very close. I've, I've done it a few times. Yeah. Um, I just, for me, it's not worth the time, headache, energy, um, or or just say, hey, I won't. We won't go through this process if you just move out by X amount of days. Yep. Um, and you just, I call them a come to Jesus talk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this isn't working for either of us. Yeah. Uh, let's come to some amicable agreement. Um, and usually means it, it's not about being right. It's about getting what you want. And, you know, I yes, learned that yes, the hard yes, way with yeah. one of my tenants that I was adamant that I was going to get justice and the amount of time, energy and money that I spent was exhausting. And it, it really told me that it's not about being right. It's a big, about getting what you need. <laughs> And and you know what? The universe will take care of the rest. <laughs> okay, Susan. I know I'm all over the board on you. No, no, I love it. Like there's been so many good like uh, life lessons. I, I love these ones. Uh, and I really don't have very many of them at all, like this type of show. So I love this. Anyway, okay, um, let's uh, wrap this up by okay. pitching yourself. So I know, like, let's talk about coaching, what your websites, what yeah, you do. Let's, let's yeah. do your stuff. What are you up to? I am, I should have a book out by June. Mm-hmm. So uh, you will be able to find it on, you can find me on millionairemom.co, not C-O-M, C-O. Yep. 
Uh, you can find me on Instagram at millionaire underscore mom underscore enterprises. The same with Facebook. It's millionaire mom enterprises. Um, I am doing coaching. I'm doing one-on-one -on -one coaching right now until the book is actually out and then there'll be group coaching okay. or probably a course to follow the book. The book is actually right now, it's tentative name is it's that easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really, really is. I think people think that investing in real estate is complicated and hard and it, it's really not. It doesn't have to be. And it's, um, it's that easy millionaire mom's uh, path to uh, wealth in real estate investing in life. Um, so the, you can get in touch with me to do some coaching. You can connect on, you can send me an email directly to asking about that and I'll send you a form just to kind of see if it's a good fit. And then we do a, a quick phone call to, to talk about what your needs are. Um, so you can reach me at uh, susan at millionairemom.co or there's a form you can fill out on the website as well asking you know, with regards to the coaching. Um, that's about it for right now. I do do joint venture partners. Um, so there is that option as well, although that seems to be filling up really quickly. But if that is something you're interested, you can certainly get on my list. Um, and you would do that through either through the, the website or sending me an, an email direct. So you can get on my uh, mailing list and get my newsletter and different opportunities that I might have coming up. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate my pleasure. it. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. Oh, I, I loved it. This is great. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> no problem. Take care. Thanks.